With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Superstar players are up for either getting extra money or being forced to play a little bit longer on their deal. We're going to focus on four superstar big name players, pending contract situations. Time to play payout, meaning you either pay them now or play out meaning let them play out the rest of their deal and make them earn that money a little bit longer. Focusing on four players, first player, you already know, Dak Prescott. After this year, he's out of guaranteed money. It's one of the sneakiest storylines in all of football. No more guaranteed money for Dak Prescott. Cowboys are in a report saying them and Dak are talking about a new contract. Shady, oh. so the Cowboys pay out or should Dak Prescott have to play it out? Play it out. Like Let him play his way out the door. Right? Give him his walking papers. It's over. When I look at Dak Prescott, like, what have you done in the last seven years? What has he done? What's he accomplished? They can't get past the divisional round, right? Last year, he had seven Pro Bowls on the team. He had an all-pro wide receiver and a Pro Bowl running back. And you've seen what happened. They get to the 49ers, they couldn't win, and the defense played great. So if you ask me, I'm not being biased, I'm just being honest. He hasn't done enough to keep him there. Let him walk out. You got to play it out. I, I know the scenario and the money moving forward is a nightmare. There's a lot of dead cap money, but you can figure out ways to move on from a contract. We've seen huge contracts that everyone thought were immovable objects get sent across the country. So it, it is possible to move on from Dak Prescott if he doesn't get it done this year. But I do think with the roster that they have right now, Oof. I mean, you, you have, have to. to see what have you have to. in Dak Prescott. Have to. I'm going to play it out. I think with Dak Prescott, there's a couple things. Number one, to Shady's point, he needs to have sustained playoff success. They have all the weapons there. I'm, I've been critical of Mike McCarthy. This is pressure on him as well. The bottom line is CeeDee Lamb is a superstar. Tony Pollard is on his way to becoming one of the best running backs in the league. They have a really good offensive line. They still need to pay Zach Martin. Mm. They still need to pay CeeDee Lamb. They just paid Diggs. Dak, play it out. If he has a great year, you take care of him next season. Okay, from the offensive side to the yeah. defensive side, we all talk about the Chiefs, and rightfully so, we focus on Patrick Mahomes. But Chris Jones, superstar defensive tackle, one of the best defensive tackles in football, the best, not named Aaron Donald over the last several years. He wants more money. He's holding out of camp right now, America. Shady, should the Chiefs pay out, or Chris Jones have to play it out? Shane, Shane, you gotta pay Chris. You gotta pay him. Listen, Brett V. Is a, is a general manager over there. I've known him for a long time in Philadelphia. He's a smart guy. You got to get this deal done. I've been there with the Chiefs. And as great as they are on offense with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, there's one piece they're missing, mm. and that's Chris Jones. And he makes that thing go. When you need stops, he's the one that's going to get it done for you. You got to pay him. I can't see the Chiefs having that Super Bowl 
or even an AFC Championship game if Chris Jones is not there. Ooh. Yeah, you got to pay this, man. What was the point of Patrick Mahomes giving you this flexibility you if you you're go. not going to keep right. the pieces that you need there? When you think of the Chiefs, you think of Patrick Mahomes. You think of Travis Kelsey. Who's the next player that you think of? He's a guy that he gave you the flexibility and the money to keep there. You got to get it done. Yes, we know what that offense is capable of, but you need stops as well, and it's not going to happen if he's not in the building. Perennial all-world Chris Jones. He's 29. (laughs) He's smack dab in the middle of his career. Pay the man. It's a no-brainer. Now, the question becomes, what is it? I think he wants Aaron Donald money, not Mm. Quinn Williams money. I believe this deal gets done before the end of the uh, training camp, and I believe Chris Jones is going to become the highest-paid defensive player in the league, not named Nick Bosa. Oh, bold, bold, bold. I like that a lot. Well, look, Jonathan Taylor is not trying to become the highest-paid player in the league. He just wants to be one of the highest-paid running backs. He's in the final year of his contract with the Colts. Remember, he had over 2,000 scrimmage yards just two years ago. Shady, you know a lot about the running back position. You're one of the greatest to ever play the game at that position. What should the Colts do? Should JT get paid? Or should they make him play it out? Jonathan Taylor? Listen, I don't know if you guys gamble, but I play blackjack. That's called 21. When you get an ace and you get a 10, you tell the dealer, pay out. You pay out. Pay that man out. No insurance. He's the best player on the team. I'm going to say it right now. And he's obviously the best offensive player. The best, the best friend to a rookie quarterback is what? A running game. Pay your running back, please. Pay him at the top of the market because he's that good. You got to pay him out. Got to. You got to do it. He's he's too important to what you're building there with that team. Shay just said it. You have a rookie quarterback. But also, what else do you have at the position? You got Kenyon Drake, who just signed last week. Zach Moss is currently out with a broken arm. You have Deion Jackson, who has 81 career rushes. And you have a rookie in Evan Hall. You got to pay this man. You you need him outside of, like, it being good for the team and Anthony Richardson. Forget all that. He's one of the best, if not the best, at the position, and you need his position. You're not winning anything without him there. Y'all changed my mind. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say pay him. Oh! I'm going to say. You want to say not pay? I, I, I was thinking. We would have wrestled on stage. I know, but you know what? I have the running back right next to me. One of my favorites, Seth, by the way. I can't say don't pay Jonathan Taylor. He, he is elite. Now, I know he was unhealthy last season. I know he's had injuries the last year. But he is the impetus to the entire offense. Yes. I believe wholeheartedly, as does everyone in that building, that Anthony Richardson is the future. If you're investing in your future right now with AR, why not pay your proven commodity mm. next to him in the backfield? Well said. I see you changing minds, Jordan Shady. Okay, let's move on back to the quarterback. Jared Goff made the Pro Bowl last year. Remember, the Rams shipped him out of L.A., sent him to Detroit. Thought he was just going to be there to die, but he's helped revive the Lions. However, his deal currently ranked 15th amongst quarterbacks, $33 million this year. Shady, should the Lions pay out, or should they make Jared Goff pay it out? Should I pay out? I'm going to say pay him out. Pay the man out. When I, when I look at the Lions, there's so many other positions that they need help with. I think quarterback is not one of those positions. He did a great job last year. Dan Campbell, he challenged him last year, right? We want to see more from golf. And what did he do? He delivered. We all can say this. We're very optimistic watching the Lions going forward. So, And that, the big part of that is, is, uh, is the Goff. quarterback, Jared Goff. Here's the thing about the Lions. They're going up, right? They're not there yet. Mm-hmm. They're not there yet. Is it just a bunch of scrappy play? Is it just like we look and see things that we like? Jared Goff had a nice season last year, but when you're talking about becoming a legitimate contender in the NFC, Jared Goff's going to have to be a part of that, but they have to take the next step. 
depth. They haven't done that yet. So to me, I think it's play it out. They are kind of in no man's land. They're not going to be bad enough to get a rookie, but will they be good enough to justify it? I think you have to find out this year. This year is the year that the Lions need to step up. So I would pay Jared Goff. 29 TDs last year, seven picks. He was really good, quietly. Now, MCDC, Motor City, Dan Campbell, okay. that's his guy. They drafted Hendon Hooker. I think he's going to be a good player. But Jared Goff right now is probably one of the more underrated quarterbacks in all football. I agree. And you think about this. This is the first time in the history of Ford Field, 21 years, that they have sold out season tickets. Yep. I'm not saying Goff is the only reason he's not, but he's certainly one of them. And if you have that trajectory pointing up, there's a lot of hype on Detroit. Sure. Your quarterback is probably the most important player, certainly one of them. I think they need to pay him. I'm not sure they will. Here's my question, though, to all of y'all. I just oh. I stuck over here, too, Bob. I stuck over here. I'm not the only one that's shady around here. Here's uh. my question to everybody, though. The Detroit Lions are in a very pivotal position this year. I do believe if Dan Campbell wins, everybody's all in. They're all committed. But if the Lions regress, take a step back, maybe go 7-10, and 6-11 and 11 for whatever yeah, reason, yeah. I think Campbell's gone. Yeah. I think Goff would be gone. So how can you, and Jordan, I'll come back to you on this one, how can you pay Goff, commit to him for another three or so years, when I believe this is the year that will dictate the future of the Detroit Lions? No, I think you're right, and that's why I don't think – they're going to pay him. I'm saying what I would do. Also, the Rams did a lot of the heavy lifting on that deal. So Detroit really hasn't been faced with it yet. Mm. The Rams took care of a lot of it. I would say they have a lot of talent around him. So they, they draft Gibbs. They draft Sam Laporta, who's going to be yep. a star at yep. tight end. I heard Jameson that, so. Williams is really good. Amonra St. Brown. They, they have weapons, right? So to me, they put him in a great position. And that kind of adds fuel to the fire of let's see what he does one more year as really the guy. I, I would be surprised if Detroit paid him. I think, though, when a guy performs like that, there wasn't a lot of expectations. He didn't necessarily have a ton of help. He took, he really, like, that was his best season by far, even better than the Super Bowl season in L.A. So I would pay him. I just, I think they will wait. I think you're right. I think the biggest issue we're forgetting is that they had the worst defense in football last year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we have a quarterback that is serviceable. He's doing a good job, right? We, you just talked about all the offensive weapons that they just added to him, and they're all young. It's the defense. Instead of worrying about should we should we get should we pay golf or get rid of him? no you pay him because you got the quarterback and you go work on the defense because that's the team that they, that's the part they really need. But here's my it, my issue though, Joy is golf got them here, but can he get them there? Meaning he's gotten them to nine and eight, but can he get them to? 11 and 6 in playoff wins. He couldn't do it for the Rams and Sean McVay, maybe the most brilliant, Went to second Super Bowl, most brilliant Went to offensive Super Bowl. Month. Went to Super Bowl. Yeah. But clearly he wasn't enough because Sean McVay was like, yo, I'm good on him. Well, and then instantly won a Super Bowl. I think, I think the Lions would take a Super Bowl appearance, though. Yes. Like, it would take a playoff win. That must say a playoff win. But so to me, I, I agree. I don't know if Jared Goff's capable of doing that without Sean McVay because we haven't seen it and we saw him before Sean McVay. True. But that's why I'm, like, right here with the Lions. I like the direction they're going. I thought they were they, – they, they improved a lot last year. I had a lot of questions about Dan Campbell and if he's the guy. And I think this year is the year that they have to answer all of those questions. Now, it might be prudent for Detroit to get a deal done with him so that it can be more team-friendly, more flexible. If you, obviously, if you pay a player before they have a big year, it's easier to negotiate. So maybe it makes sense to do that, to pay him, because I don't think you're going to get much better than him at this particular point. But I'm still, I'm still stuck in this no man's land with Detroit where, okay, maybe you don't regress, but maybe that's not enough to get to the playoffs again. Correct. That's so, where I'm so, at. So are you, are you, are you going to stay in the same position you're in, which is competitive and interesting and uh, there's a little bit of hype? 
Or are you actually going to take this, the next step and start making it to the playoffs and winning playoff games? And Shady, can golf get you there? You made a great point about the defense, but remember, they stole your former Philadelphia Eagle, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Okay. He's a safety right now. I believe Emmanuel Mosley, they added him yeah, to the cornerback yeah, yeah. position. Mm-hmm. So they did really shore up that secondary. They moved Jeff Okuda, I believe, to the Atlanta Falcons. Unfortunately, he, he just left. got yeah. hurt. Yeah. So, like, they did what they needed to do. They overdrafted a linebacker, Jack, Jack Campbell, Campbell, out of Iowa. Yes, they Completely did. Completely overdrafted. Right. He's a good, he's yeah. a player, though. Good player, yeah. but... Completely over. So they are doing defensively, I think, what they think they have to do. You believe golf can take them where they want to go? I think so. I mean, it's the reason why every every week we see, oh, man, they're getting better. Oh, they're getting closer. Every week. Yeah. And I I never was the type to, like, root for the Lions. I mean, I was a Barry Sanders fan, but other than that, they weren't a winning team. Mm -hmm. Right? And every year they get better and better and better. That's why Dan Campbell is still there. That's why they didn't fire him, because we thought he might get fired. No, they can see the fight. When I look at like teams that don't do well and, and they get fired, it's like, okay, why, sh- why should we keep you? Yeah. But when you ask that about the Lions, about Dan Campbell, you say, man, this team is scrappy. They yeah. fight to, 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 the, to the last whistle. They're getting better and better and better. I think with this young group on offense, with golf, right, he can, I think he can take these guys to a playoffs. I can see it. Shame. And I think they can win that division. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Lexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What's up, family? Let me get my rock. Let me get my rock. Let me get. Can I get a better pass next time? Please. Let's work on that again. What's up, family? It's time to talk quarterbacks. Okay, it's time to talk quarterbacks. Are they going to take a step forward, a step back, or stay put this upcoming season? Talking about five quarterbacks who were very polarizing in the National Football League. Let's start number one with Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. He won nine games last year. Took the Giants to the playoffs for the first time since the, you know, the whole party boat incident. Well... He said recently, quote, I'm very confident that I can play this game at a high level. Shady Daniel Jones, step forward, Jones. step back, stay in put. Step, step, step. Okay, I'm going to say step forward. I think that in the second year in Brian Dayball's offense, I think that we see a better version of Daniel Jones, a.k.a. Danny Dimes. He looked really good last year, used his feet. But I, I just know from being in the offense for the second year, there's things that you know you could do better, and I think that we should better him this year. So I'm going to say step forward. Danny Dimes, we got Johnny Dimes over here. (laughs) I don't know if we're going to see some passes like that from Daniel Jones this year. I think he stays put. I haven't seen the raw material for him to take another significant step up. And uh, for as much as the talk about their season and all that, like they won nine games. I mean, it wasn't really that dramatic. They had to pay him. I've got to put some respect on Dable, so I will say stay put and not regress, but I don't see them take I don't see him taking a significant step up. 
rocket ship. I'm telling you, the Giants. I was all in on the Giants last year. Daniel Jones. Danny Jones laughing because you know what I'm talking about. I love it. It's great energy. Top 10 quarterback this season. I was just with him. He's added 12 to 15 pounds. No, period. He is in that conversation with the upper echelon. Daniel Jones is that dude. Now, you get two six-packs. Saquon's back. That's a big deal, right? I'm not saying it's a long term. He gets the one year. You add Darren Waller, who's an absolute weapon. I was just at camp a couple weeks ago. They are ecstatic about Darren Waller because of what he brings to the table, his matchup nightmare. And then there's a guy named Paris Campbell. Under the radar signing, 4-2 speed, Ohio State Buckeye. You put him on the perimeter. You have Darius Slayton. You have some weapons there. An improved offensive line. Another year for Andrew Thomas. Daniel Jones, big step up. The Giants win 12 games. I don't oh, know wow. if I believe it. Well, but you made it sound good. Yes, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we got to talk about Tua Tungavailoa. Started eight and one last year. The Miami Dolphins were absolutely rolling. But remember, he had health inju- issues. Several of them. Two five. Talk to me. Step forward. Step back. Or will Tua stay put this season? I'm going to say stay put. Hold up, hold okay, up. Okay. I know they got a lot of speed over there. McDaniels, I know how he thinks. He wants to get these, these fast guys. They're, they're talking about bringing Cooks in there. It'll be a great offense. But one thing about Tua, Tua stays banged up. Tua stays hurt. So if he can just come back and be and be efficient like he was last year, they'll be a playoff team. I think if you have Tua in the playoffs, they can win them games. But I got to see it before I buy it. You got to say stay put. I think he steps forward, steps forward, yes. I think Tua steps forward because I think he's going to be healthy all season long. Also, Tua has to get paid. Tua's trying to establish himself as the long-term answer in Miami. There were a lot of questions before for various drama-filled reasons. Now the only question for Tua is, can he stay healthy? Because we know he can play at a high level when he is, and I think he will this year, so I say step forward. I'm going to go step forward as well, and Joy mentioned it. He's playing for an extension. Now, he was really good last year. I would say this about Tua. He is extremely accurate. I think his deep ball is underappreciated because we see all the success he has in the middle and you know intermediate and short game. You think about Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. They had Devon H.A. We talked about him yesterday. That speed is a difference maker. All the window dressing that they're going to do in that offense, I believe they have everything you need to win the AFC East. And I think two is a big part of it. So I'll say step forward. This might be my most favorite quarterback to discuss, Geno Smith. In his 10th year in the National Football League, his fourth different team, He finally made a Pro Bowl. Seahawks made the playoffs. Geno Smith, Shady, step forward, step back, stay put. This is a tough one. I played against Geno and I watched him play. I'm going to say stay put. He had 30 touchdowns last year. I mean, in nine years, he had 30 touchdowns. So it just tells you where he's at. I think he's gotten better, but I still have to see it. I think this year, if I can see the same thing he did last year, being efficient on the offense, running the ball well, having some outstanding wide receivers, making big plays down the field with DK Metcalf, I'm going to say stay put. I'm going to say stay put as well. I don't really see this team being that much better than they were last year. I think they snuck up on a lot of people. They surprised a lot of people last year. They're not going to get that generosity this year. People are going to expect Seattle. They're going to be planning for Geno Smith. And how do they look when that's the situation? Look, they didn't have a bad season last year, but they didn't have the best season either. Let's not get too dramatic about this. They had a nice season, and it was way better than the tanking season that we expected from them. So I don't see a significant step up. I'll say stay puts, and let's see how the season plays out. I'm going 
Stock up again. Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Now, I'm going to tell you a quick story, just a quick one. I was in Seattle last year, early in the year, before the Seahawks played the Giants. That was when they started to have some success. And I spent the afternoon with both Geno and DK because I really wanted to understand what is happening here. You know, you're surprising everyone. And here's the sense I got. It was Geno's humility, his courage, and maybe most importantly, the way he prepared, his checks at the line of scrimmage, his confidence in the offense, all of that made a huge difference in the locker room because you go from Russell Wilson to Geno Smith, that's a big unknown. Geno took the bull by the, har- by the horns, and he earned it. He really earned it. Now you add Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, I mm. think that offense is going to be mm. better. I think the team's yeah, better. Good. Someone go step up. Music to my ears. Well, speaking of earning it, Ooh. Dak Prescott, fourth-round pick. Came out as a starter, 13-3 and as a rookie. Cowboys have won 12 games, two consecutive seasons for the first time in a mighty long time. But Prescott hasn't made a Pro Bowl since 2018. Shady, talk to me. Forward, st- stop. Stay put. Hold up. Right, here's what I say. Stay put. I think that Pre- that Prescott is, is a good quarterback. We went to see the camp today. It's so much talent. But they've always had talent. That's right? true. And they always get to the playoffs. And they always do good in the regular season. The problem with me is going to get to the NFC Championship game, which it's a stop. Mm. I don't see them getting there, right? Because the reason is Dak Prescott. Today at the camp, he gave up two more picks. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to say stay put. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Both stay the digs. put. Both the digs. Both I'm going to say stay put as well. He'll be the Dak that we all know. He'll win lots of regular season games and probably be responsible for losing the most important one. Which is fine. That's what the Cowboys have been used to for the last 30 yeah, years. They like. it's not, yeah, it's just, you know, you stay with what you like. Sometimes things just work, Shady. You know, it's comfortable. Make lots of money. We're chilling. Um, look, they're going to have an exciting season. They'll be in the playoffs. And, you know, what, what, what happens in the playoffs? Oh, they lose to the Niners no matter who's playing quarterback. So I'm going to say stay put as well. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the big issues for me is Zach Martin. You know, we talked about it the other day. He's holding out. And he is one of the best guards in the league. He's essential to the offensive line and the entire offense. And when we really think about Dallas, they still want to run the ball. They still want play action. Zach Martin's a huge, huge part of that. So I'll say stay put. There is pressure on Dak as well. I mean, we've talked about it on the show the last few days. He needs to win. He needs to win now. But I think stay put. Well, speaking of Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, we have one of their best defensive players, one of the best defensive players in all of football, joining us next. Stephon Gilmore, former Defensive Player of the Year, all-pro cornerback. That dude is a beast, and he's taking time for speak. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, Speak family? This is an honor, a privilege, not just for us, but for you all as well. We are joined by five-time Pro Bowler, former Defensive Player of the Year. The dude needs no introduction, but I get paid to introduce people. So y'all welcome Cowboys cornerback Stephon Gilmore. Gilly, what's up, man? What's up, man? How y'all doing? It's all good. Shady, you and Gilmore were teammates, correct? Oh, man, teammates, yes. When I first got there, I didn't even know much about it. When I first got there, I'm like, yo, who's this corner? He's locking everybody up. And sure enough, it was Gilly. So happy to see you, man. What's going on? Man, just grinding, man. You know how training camp is. Just is out here grinding year 12, man. Just, just having fun still. Hey, year 12. Let me ask you this. You've played on a lot of teams, incredibly talented teams. You've won a Super Bowl, big dog. Is this Cowboys 2023 roster the most talented team you've ever been a part of? 
Yeah, I think for sure it's one of the most talented teams I've been a part of. Um, but, you know, you know, talent will get you there, but you, you got to be very detailed. You know, you got to win those big games at the end. And, you know, you got to have, you got to really trust each other. So I'm just looking forward to, you know, it's gelling throughout the season. Um, it ain't going to be easy, but I think, you know, we got the guys to do it. Gilly Gill, it's your boy. Listen, I want to ask you this. When you got traded, like, what was your first reaction? Because I remember my first reaction. Like, I was so excited because of our relationship. But I'm like, oh, no, he's in our division now with the Eagles. So what yeah, was your yeah. first re reaction <laughs> when you heard about the trade? I was excited, you know, and uh, I think it was better for both parties. Um, I wanted to go somewhere, you know, where they had a shot to win the, the, the big dance. So um, it's one of the places, you know, that I wanted to go. And I was happy we was able to work it out. And uh, I'm just, you know, I was excited, you know, playing with America's team. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's a great place to be at the moment. We just mentioned talent, and we've got a Harrisburg guy that you play alongside in Micah Parsons, and we talk about him a lot. He recently said he wants to be the best of the best, the upper room of the Hall of Fame. I think it's possible. You see the material every day in camp. Why is Micah Parsons different? I think he's strong, he's athletic, he's fast. And I just think one thing that really stick out to me is his motor. You know, he never get tired. He, he never, um, he just never get tired, man. It, it's exciting to see, you know, I think I'm going to have a lot more opportunities on the ball just because, you know, he's getting to the quarterback super fast. So um, he's special and it, it's crazy. I know he was a great player, but really seeing him in practice, seeing how he works, I mean, he's unblockable. <laughs> uh, simply put, he's unblockable. You were a part of a number one defense in mm. football. In my mind, you are the missing piece to this Cowboys defense. Diggs on one side, the front end, Michael Parsons, you just talked about him. Steady at linebacker, safety, obviously y'all are good between Wilson, between Hooker, between Curse. I think you're the missing piece. Can you all be the number one defense in football this year? I think we can, um, but I always say you got to earn that privilege. You know, you got to go in week in and week out and earn it and got to show people, you know, and anybody can talk about it. Um, but until we go out there and do it, we have the pieces. I think we have the talent. Uh, we just got to go out there and make plays and do it. I'll I tell you what, I watched you in that 21. You look sweet in that 21. <laughs> All you got to do now is get a pick and do the Dion. <laughs> Yeah. I want to ask you this about you and Diggs. I mean, when you talk about this having a tandem of two lockdown corners, like how does that feel to be a part of that? You know, it's exciting. You know, uh, as soon as I got in the room, you know, he, I feel like he's my little brother now. You know, um, I see so much talent. I mean, obviously he's been making plays throughout his career, but I just think, you know, he got a lot more room to grow. He's still young, and I'm, I'm trying to take him up under my wing as much as I can to – you know, teach him, you know, how to be a pro, you know, teach him the, the little tricks that he can learn to, you know, take his game to the next level. So I'm excited to see him play this year. Um, he's, a, he's a smart player. Uh, he, he tracked the ball is better than anybody I've been around. So he's going to be a great player in this league for a long time. Yo, let's talk cornerback uh, tandems. Let's talk cornerback tandems. You got Howard and Ramsey. They was up there. Obviously, Ramsey's hurt. Yeah. Uh, my guy Slay and Bradbury okay. over in Philly. Okay. The Jets got a nice little tandem. Where would you put Gilmore? Yeah, I'm speaking about you third person. Where would you put Gilmore and Diggs as far as cornerback tandems in the NFL? Mm. I think we number one. Okay. You know, I think we, you know, we – 
you know, week in, week out, we're going to prove it. And, you know, nobody knows that answer until the end of the year. So I guess we'll see at the end of the year. You're a Super Bowl champ. And now you're with the Cowboys, which is America's team. Mm. And we talk a lot about the Cowboys. Everybody does. What's it going to take for this particular team to get over the hump? Because you know what it takes to get there. I just think, you know, like I said, we got to start fast, you know, during the regular season. You know, we got to win big games, you know, take it one game at a time, you know, when we get to the end, get to the playoffs. You know, it comes down to, you know, making those plays at the end of the game, you know, because it, it really comes down to like two minutes, you know, those games. And you just got to be able to make plays, you know. it's I don't think no team, you know, that gets to the playoffs is that much better. It just comes down to, you know, the preparation during the weekend being able to make the play at the end of the game. Now, you are Super Bowl champion, so am I. And we played with a, with a, a similar guy by the name of Tom Brady. And you seeing yeah. what it is to be around a superstar quarterback, a leader. I want to ask you about your quarterback, Dak Prescott, because you can't be a successful team, I think, nowadays without a good leader, without a good quarterback. Um, your first time with Kent with, with Dak Prescott, can you tell us about it? One thing that, you know, that stood out to me, you know, he's the first one in, you know, the last one out. You know, he worked extremely hard. Um, I'm excited to see the season he's going to have this year. Okay. You know, um, with him and um, Brandon Cooks, you know, it's going to help out a lot. You know, MG, you know, and CD, I think those guys are going to have a great season. And, um, you know, the key piece with me is D. Cooks. You know, I think he, he he's uh, he's the leader in that room. He, he, he worked extremely hard. And I think Dak, you know, he's been playing great ball throughout his whole career. He's just going to come down to, you know, winning those big games at the end of the season. Hey, I'm going to put you on a hot seat. I'm going to put you on a hot seat. I'm going to put him on it. Put him on a hot seat. Um, Everybody gives lists, man, and exhausting. Everybody and their mama got a list. But nobody is more qualified to tell us the top five receivers Mm. in the National Football League than a man who has made a living locking up receivers. America, if you do not know, he literally won Defensive Player of the Year, the person we are privileged to be talking to right now, Stephon Gilmore. So I need your top five receivers. Receivers in the National Football League. Mm. Okay. I, I got Stephon Diggs. Mm. One? It's one. Oh, one. Ooh. Ooh, okay. I like that. <laughs> I got uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh. Two. Okay. I got, uh, let's see, what else? I go Jamar Chase. Oh, okay. Third. Yeah, he said Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh, let's see. yeah. Ah, uh, right. Devontae right. is out there. I don't know if you, I, I he is out there somewhere. Him. I didn't say Devontae yet. I mean, the cheetah is out I, there, I too. Gotta, I don't know if you. I got I to gotta, I gotta put Devontae, too. Okay, 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 okay. So, Devontae, too, yeah. you bumping down Jefferson to three and bumping yeah, down Chase put, to four. Yeah. And we'll, I got one more, right? Yep. Let's see. CD, Tyreek. You got Tyreek. You got CD. You got a lot of. You got AJ Brown. Who else out there? Yeah. J. Brown, nice. You got Hop? Got Hop. Ridley, Cal- Tyree Ridley coming back. Oh, Tyreek Kill. Tyreek. Most people don't use Stanley. They don't, they don't, they don't say that. Okay, let me ask you this. Since you said Tyreek Kill, big dog, how come people don't respect Tyreek right. Kill as a wide receiver and what makes him so difficult to defend? Let's talk ball real quick. Now, I, don't, I don't know why people don't respect him because anytime you got a guy that can, you know, catch a slant and turn into 70 yards, like, you know, how, how can you not be a receiver? You know, you, you got to really... 
when you're on the field with Tim, you got to know where he at at all times. All times. Because, you know, that's, that's explosive, you know, as soon as he get the ball in his hand. I, you know, a, a guy like Steph, yeah, you guys notice, but he's super humble, like super humble. When he's with Buffalo, I said, you got to go to a new team. And I'm his teammate. <laughs> you got to go to a new team where you have the primetime yeah. games because people can see how great you really are, right? Because at yeah. Buffalo, we didn't have a lot of primetime games. So he was so humble. But I want to ask you this. What about the um, accolades for the season, right? We all have goals. I know you're humble, but I want to know some of your goals yeah. for this season. I think uh... – you know, I want to have a lot of picks, obviously. Okay. Um, want to be a pro bowler, all pro. And, you know, I want to be one of the reasons, you know, we, we get to the last dance. You know, that's my goal. So, um, any any goal I had in year five, I have now. Each and every year, I, I reset. I start over, and then and, and I reach for the highest one. So, that's, that's where I want to be. Hey, speaking of primetime games, Joy, Shady, myself, we were all sitting at a bar watching you last year. I believe it was week four, week five. Colts were taking on the Broncos. Denver, Broncos, yeah. got to have it play. Russ throws it into the end zone. You make a phenomenal play. You do what only you can do. Pass breakup. No interception. Excuse me. Give me that. I need that. Undercut the end route. What do you think went wrong with Russ? What do you think went wrong with the Broncos? You have to scout them. You have to play them. You quite literally picked off that play. Either take us through that play and tell us what happened in your mind with the Broncos and Russ. Really, no, I can't speak on what happened over there, but I think uh, he made some, you know, good throws that game. But um, I don't know. I don't know what happened. My job is to really, like, eliminate routes and, really study those receivers. Um, but I was just happy he kept trying me, you know, that game. <laughs> so, Stefan, you were Shady's teammate. Shady is now our teammate, obviously. Emmanuel was teammates with him as well. So we get lots of Shady stories from Emmanuel. But do you have any Shady stories? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I want to see. <laughs> now, we, we, used to sit, we used to sit together every day in, in the meeting room with Rex. With me and Rex, uh, he used to just tell me, you know, why you you so nice. Why you don't? Why you don't just just be flashing? Why you not? Let's just talk junk. You know, you you too nice. You need to go somewhere else. You need to you need to go. But but I end up, I end up being, yeah. I, I end up doing that and going to New England. You know, and, and people really got to see me play. And uh, you know, we, he he always took me up on his wing. You know, uh, he he got me out of my box a little bit. So. I'm saying I appreciate him for that. Yeah, Steph was always so good, bro. And I was like, man, this kid like nobody even knows how good this dude is. That's why I was always pushing them. Go somewhere else where they can see how good you are. And sure enough, he yeah. went to the Patriots. Went to the Patriots, know. won a Super Bowl. He's player, pro. Yeah. He's he's player, of year. player of the year. Hard to do. Hard to do. Tell, tell, tell the wife, I said, what's up? Tell the kids, I said, what's up also. Yeah, thank you, bro. Hey, can't wait to watch you play this year. Thanks for taking the time with us, man. We're going to catch you soon. One qu- wait, thank one question. Man. When you play my Eagles, you match up one-on-one <laughs> with A.J. Brown? All day, man. If, if, that's, if that's the, if that's the, if that's the um, game plan that week, you know, if it's got to go down. If it's the game plan, how many catches, how many yards? Put him on the hot seat. So the, he got to learn about this Eagle-Cowboy rivalry. He don't know about it yet. <laughs> I won't say that. I won't, I won't say how many catches, how many yards. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's about making the plays when they come. You know, sometimes he may get some yards, but the situation to dictate that. And you got to make the play at the end to, to win the game. So that's my, that's, that's my main goal, to win. It sounds like <laughs> so. it said if he get any catches, he allowed them to have. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. Hey, Gilmore, appreciate you oh, taking God. the time, bro. Thank you. 
Hits one in the air, looks back, it goes! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, family, before we get started, you already know what it is. I got to get my rock. Got to get my rock. Okay, it is time for us to play a game. I want you all involved. It's called Why and Why Not. I'm going to give a scenario to the distinct panel sitting to my left, and they are going to tell you why it will happen, but they will take the same question and tell you why it will not happen. Let's start with the storyline that will captivate the attention of the NFL audience this year, the Jets. The Jets winning a Super Bowl. It has not happened in 50-some-odd years, but, Shady, the Jets will win the Super Bowl, but why? I love it. I love the storyline. The Jets, New York Jets, they go out there again. Aaron Rodgers with a top-five defense. Him and Garrett Wilson together have the best duel from a quarterback to a wide receiver, and they get the dub, and they go to Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, he gets all the praise for it. MVP A-Rod. <laughs> the Jets will win the Super Bowl, Shady said it, if he gets back to MVP form. Keep in mind, they are still in the AFC. They're still going to have to be really, really, really good and beat all those other really, really, really good teams that have been really, really, really good for a while if they win the Super Bowl. That's a big task. Also, the offensive line is going to have to be a lot better than they were last year. Aaron Rodgers reinvigorated, 39 years old, playing like he's 25. He's got Garrett Wilson, one of the best young receivers in all of football. He's got Brees Hall, a terrific running back. We'll see about Dalvin Cook, but they have a top five defense across the board. They got Quinn and Williams. They got Jermaine Johnson. And oh my goodness, they got Robert Sala, a player's coach who's going to empower his guys. That's why the Jets can win the whole thing. I love it. I love it. I love it. Jets have a top five defense. Last time Aaron Rodgers had a top five defense, he did, in fact, win the Super Bowl. But the Jets will win the Super Bowl. Shady, why not? Ooh. Because they might not win the AFC East. Ooh. Right? You still got the Dolphins. You still got the Bills. The Bills are running the show for a long time. And the AFC are really, really good. I don't know if they can beat the Chiefs, and I don't know if they can beat the Bengals. I love it. They might not win the Super Bowl if Aaron Rodgers... Oh, A, does what he always does in the postseason. Oh, except for that one time. Except for that one, one time. One time he got the dog. No, except for that one time. But that one time. Other than that one time, he does what he does in the postseason. Or if he misses any time at all due to injury, any mm. significant amount of time. Good point, good point, good point. Why not injury as well? Their first six games, gauntlet. They open Monday night against Buffalo. We will learn a lot about this team. And if things don't go well early, you have to wonder if the New York media, truculent at the very least, will turn on Rodgers and the Jets. That's why they wouldn't do it. Lamar Jackson, he got the offensive coordinator that he wanted. He got the wide receiver help that he wanted. Odell Beckham, Nelson Aguilar, drafted a wide receiver in Zay Flowers, plus Rashad Bateman, a first-round pick from just two years ago. I believe that Lamar Jackson could finally get to an AFC championship game, but why, Shady? He would get to the AFC championship game because he's Lamar Action Jackson. They finally gave him some weapons. They go out and get him a number one receiver in Odell Beckham, and we know how good Odell is. You need some speed? Why not? 
go to Boston College and get Zay Flowers yep. to go up the seam to take them deep for six. And they already have a good defense. So, yes, Lamar Jackson takes his guys to the ASC championship game, and they win. If he's healthy at the end of the season, they get to the AFC Championship game. Okay. And those pieces that they brought in look how they look on paper. Mm. This is still an offense that is a new offensive coordinator. There's a lot of changes this year. If everything clicks the way we think it will and the way it looks on paper, they get to the AFC Championship game. Todd Munkin, new OC from Georgia. He turned Stetson Bennett into a Heisman finalist. He did. He did. He, did. he is a phenomenal offensive mind, and he's got a phenomenal quarterback under center in Mr. Lamar Jackson. They have Isaiah Likely. They have Mark Andrews. J.K. Dobbins was sensational down the stretch last season. You mentioned Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. I talked to this guy. I said, are you a slot? You're 5'9". He said, no, I'm an X. I'm a Y. I'm a Z. You can line me up anywhere. Ooh. I will make things happen. And that's the bottom line. Everything I've been told is that Zay Flowers has been all that and a bag of chips. Yep. I love Zay Flowers. I love the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Okay, but Lamar Jackson hasn't gotten past the divisional round, America. All these wide receivers that we talk about, Odell Beckham coming off an injury, Nelson Aguilar hasn't had more than 1,000 yards receiving in a season. Zay Flowers is a rookie. Rashad Bateman was hurt last year. Lamar Jackson make it to an AFC championship game? Shady, why not? They say, why? I say, why not? Maybe because they are in the same division as the Bengals, Ah. as the New Browns, as Mike Thomas, the winning coach with the Steelers. I don't know. To get to the AFC championship game, you might have to beat these teams. And the AFC is super, super deep. So I don't know if they can beat the Bengals with with, with, uh, Joe Burrow. And that, and that offensive crew he has. So if you can't win that game, how can you get to the AFC Championship? I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. That's going to be hard. And it's also, like you said, going to depend on health. They got to have their stars available in the postseason. The postseason and the AFC this year is going to be crazy. And a big part of who comes out of the AFC, it's not the Chiefs, obviously, to me, is going to depend on health. Why not would be health as well. Also, you think about the AFC North. That is a gauntlet. You're talking about Kenny Pickett, who's going to be really good, I mm-hmm. believe. You're talking about a certain guy named Joe Burrow, and obviously Lamar Jackson, and obviously Deshaun Watson. That is a brutal gauntlet. So, to me, I, I, I love this team, but that would be why not. I, I still don't believe it. I think they do. <laughs> there is no athlete in my mind in American sports under more pressure this year than Russell Wilson. There just isn't. Russell Wilson was given the keys to the Denver Broncos organization. He was given a record-setting contract. He was also given multiple first-round picks in exchange for himself. But he's never been given an MVP vote. Shady McCoy, Russ Wilson, gets his first-ever MVP vote this season. Tell me why. He gets his first MVP vote because he has one of the best offensive coordinators of all time, Sean Payton. He's that good. The reason why they brought him to the Broncos wasn't to fix the defense, wasn't to fix the team. It was to fix Russ. He fixed Russ, he gets the MVP, and he wins the MVP. Yeah, my entire answer was Sean Payton, but I'll, (laughs) I'll, I'll add some more to it. It's Sean Payton, and they win that division. If they can win that division with Russ playing at an MVP level and that offense taking a turnaround from the worst in the league, which will probably be the best in the league for them to win that division and him look that good, that's how he gets an MVP vote. Possibly the MVP. They win. He gets his first MVP vote. If they let Russ cook, the dude is Ooh, cook, 15 cook. pounds. He's got Jerry Judy. He's got Corlin Sutton, Javante Williams. We want to see it, but he is a super talent second year back out of North Carolina. So that is why. 
but there's a big guy named Sean Payton as well, and I'm going back to it. Big guy. You got to let him cook, and if you do, he could do it. Okay, but Russell Wilson last year, he only won four games. Uh, KJ Hamler, second round receiver out of Penn State, he's hurt. Tim Patrick, he's hurt. Javante Williams is coming back from an injury himself. So Russell Wilson get an MVP vote? Shady, why not? Father Tom, he gets us all. I played with a good friend, uh, Levante, uh, not Levante, um, um, Davis, uh, uh David. Which one? Levante David. No, 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 he could quit at halftime. I don't know how to Levante Davis. Levante Davis. There's so many Davis. Anyway, Levante Davis quit at halftime. He said, Shady McCoy, he said, it's a young man's game, and if, you can't, if you're not young and you're older, you can't compete, you must retire. Mm. So, Russ, mm. follow time, get the saw at 34, you might not have it mm. no more. Mm. Well said. Uh, why not? I mean, Levante. Russ just looks how Russ has always looked when he's good. He's never had an MVP vote. He's had great <laughs> seasons. He could have a great season and not get an MVP vote because he never has. And, and he's had good seasons before. Russ could bounce back, be good, even be great, and still not get an MVP vote. So I don't think that he's in that space right now. I mean, we, we're just hoping he doubles his wins from four to eight right now. So MVP is like, we're talking about some miracles why, why not? Because the offensive line last year was middle of the league. Now they've added McGlinchey, they've added Powers. Yep. But also, he wasn't very good. Russell Wilson, his last year in Seattle, he struggled. Mm-hmm. So maybe last year wasn't an aberration. Maybe last year was a trend. That's why not. Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. Cowboys have not been to a Super Bowl in nearly 30 years, but their talent is is extreme. Micah Parsons, Diggs, safety, hooker, Donovan Wilson, curse. You got new linebackers. You drafted them in the third round. Offensively needs no explanation. Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, Shoemaker. You got a bunch of dudes. Shady, the Cowboys will finally return to the Super Bowl. Tell me what. They for sure will go to the Super Bowl. If all that talent you just talked about shows up. Mm. You talk about on defense, Stephon Diggs. Woo. Or Stephon Gilmore, he's out there. And then you got Diggs on the other side. And then you got Michael Parsons yes, from Harrisburg. You know what he does, right? And then on offense. Even though, you know, Dak Prescott, we, we, he's been tough playing, you know, some, some bad ball last year. But this year, he turns it on. You bring in uh, um, Cooks, and you already have CeeDee Lamb. So they got the talent to do it. And don't forget about Pollard back there in the, the backfield. Talk to me. for 150 yards each game. <laughs> running back, see that game? Running back some love. Come on. Oh, I'm fighting my sarcasm right now so badly. Um, why will they finally return to the Super Bowl? Uh, if the Eagles can't stop halfway through the second. Girl, you going to have a whole segment season, to tell me why not. Uh, San Francisco, <laughs> yeah. is like all three quarterbacks and uh, McCaffrey got to play quarterback. No, it, seriously. I mean, that is, that is actually why, because they can't beat the Niners in the divisional round. But if Dak lives up to the potential that Cow- the Cowboys clearly have seen in him because they've given him this money and made him the face of the franchise. Mike McCarthy's offense clicks with him. And I already know the rest of the talent's going to step up because they did all year last year and they did in the postseason. True, the true, the true. problem was, at the end of the day, it came down to one position mm. against the same team. Mm. So they don't do that, they, they get to the Super Bowl. Great one through 53 depth. Great, Great. defensive line. Great offensive line. Zach Martin getting camp. We got to get you signed. Right. Really, really good quarterback. I'm sorry. He is good. I didn't say he was great, but he's a good quarterback. C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, running game with Tony Pollard. There's a lot to like in the star. A whole lot to like, but the Cowboys have not been to a Super Bowl since I was growing up in Dallas as a toddler still on a pacifier, America. (laughs) The Cowboys just don't know how to get there. So the Cowboys return to a Super Bowl? Shady, 
Why not? Put your foes up. Put your foes up. It's because of Dak Prescott. In seven years, he's had, what, two playoff wins? Mm -hmm. And every time he gets to the playoffs, it's the same results. Not from the whole team, from that one position. And that's the reason why they will not win a Super Bowl. The Cowboys will not return to the Super Bowl if they play the Niners in the postseason. Mm. That is fair. Like two that times in a row. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Hard well, to beat. for me, it's you lose Kellen Moore, your OC, which I think is going to hurt them, at yep. least at the beginning. Tony Pollard comes back from a broken leg. And Dak goes back to being Dak in the playoffs, which hasn't been great. And then also Mike McCarthy. So that's why. But I like Dallas and Shady. <laughs> I like number four. Jordan, Jordan not going to go all the way negative. Yeah, he didn't want to he didn't want to go all the way negative, Shady. He didn't want to go Horns down, horns up. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's get back to the NFL. Let's focus on football. Cowboys haven't been to a Super Bowl in nearly 30 years, but their defensive star, Micah Parsons, he is over the drought. The two-time All-Pro said, quote, I can't wait for mine. I've only been here two years, and I'm tired of watching. Close quote. Shady, where Micah from? Harrisburg. We're from Harrisburg. Harrisburg. <laughs> Shady had the pleasure of chopping it up with Micah when we went to practice two days ago. He saw him right before the team got to doing their little different individual drills. Can Micah, who is an absolute phenom, an absolute stud, one of the uh, best defensive players we've seen in the last 20 years, can he lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl? Notice I didn't say Dak. Right. I said so, Micah. So Micah is by himself. Just lead him. Can he be the galvanizing factor? I mean, he is that good. He, he is. is that great. I got to say no. I mean, na- nowadays, you need some help. I think of a guy like Aaron Donald, as great as Aaron Donald is, and I think Parsons is really great, but he has a long way to get to Aaron Donald, but he's on the right path. Mm-hmm. Even he needed some help. And, and you look at the, the players they had with, with, with um, Cooper Cup yeah. and Matthew Stafford. Super Bowl year. Nowadays, you need some offense. Nowadays, you need a quarterback. If you look at the last three championships, three or four, mm-hmm. you, go, you got Brady, you got Matthew Stafford, Pat. You have Pat Mahomes twice. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think you need some defense, and Parsons is – if you have a, a solid offense, you don't even need a great one. This is a solid offense. And you have a guy like Michael Parsons, that's the championship DNA. Yeah. But by itself, it's going to be tough, bro. It's going to be really, really tough. Where you at, Schultz? I think he can. I think he is that special. I, I, I said the other day, he's generational. He, he might not even be generational. He might be once in a lifetime. I used to say Dwayne Wade was a generational player. Michael Jordan's a once in a lifetime. Mm. Parsons is that. I, I believe he's that good. I believe he's that smart. I talked earlier about Dan Quinn telling me he is – that sensational of a talent, but more importantly, the drive, the work ethic. We also said he's still learning the position. He's still learning so how to good, rush. Man. He didn't really do that at Penn State. So you think about how old he is, the ceiling, the team is really good, 1 through 53. I believe Micah Parsons can lead Dallas to Super Bowl. I, I, I would say that if he's great and continues to get better, that'll do so much for Dak Prescott. It'll open up so many things for CeeDee Lamb in that offense that he can do it. So the answer is yes. I want to say yes because I think Micah influences the game so much. He's just an outlier type of player. He's not just a defensive player. He, he ends drives. Mm-hmm. He scores points as a defensive player. He's a constant disruptor. So I want to say yes. But it's just a different... And if you could score in 13 seconds, 
like, what is, what are you, that's 13 seconds. It don't matter. That's too much time to leave for Patrick Mahomes. That's a little, that's the NFL that we're in right now. So as much as I want to, to say yes, and, and I think he is that type of player, when I look at how Super Bowls are won and what quarterback is on the other side of, of those games, how do, you, how do you defend that? How do you score? How do you, it's too much time for Patrick Mahomes, 13 seconds. That's crazy. And when we think about the last time a player led a team to a Super Bowl, we would say Ray Lewis, a defensive player. Mm-hmm. Right? Be Ray Way Lewis. different era. And James Harrison, I probably 2012 and 2000 were the Ravens' yeah. Super Bowl years. Defensive, right. Their passing offense in 2012 was ranked 15th and 22nd. I don't think you can do that in, a, in, a, in an era like this. It doesn't matter how de- good your defense is. Now, you, obviously, you can talk about the big defensive plays in these past Super Bowls, but I just think the era with the you, passing you, game, it's, it's so hard to see. And another thing is, like, like, so winning the Super Bowl is one thing, but getting there is a whole other thing. Right? Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it's, it's harder to get, get there, there to, to win it. Yeah. But then you look at, let's look at last, last season, right? Micah was, was a hell of a player. He was one of the best players on that field. And their defense did their part. Yeah. They got stops. They shut him down. They made him punt. They made him punt. Yeah. But what happened? The turnovers from his team led them to lose. So as much as I want to say Parsons could, could do it himself because he's that good, he's that good, he's that great, you got to look at the, the, the factors of playing football. I'm a 2-5 on this. It's like I think Micah Parsons could win the Cowboys the Super Bowl if he's in yeah. the game. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're thinking like Von Miller with Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If he's in I the game, for sure. yes. oh, easy. Where he just has Strip a dominant sets. game. Yeah, yeah. Dominate. Yeah. If he's in the game, I think he can win it for the Cowboys. The issue, like Shady is attested to, it's the getting them there. That's so tough. Because the last time a defensive player of the year won the Super Bowl was Joy's Pittsburgh Steelers, James Harrison. James Harrison. Yep. Yep. And then even in the game, if you all remember, 100 yards, yeah. pick the, pick, the pick. all the way to the yeah. crib. So not only did he And he had a sack that game, there, too. You get a pick six, taking it back. Yo, that's a legitimate 14-point swing. Right. They're about to score, yeah. and then you go score. But that's the difference in the game. He still had Big Ben playing quarterback, so yep. that, that matters. But here's, yep. here's the counter to saying he could only do it once they're there, is that Micah Parsons is a force multiplier, domino effect. So everything yep. he does makes everyone else better. Sure. Right? Aaron Donald did that. Yep. He's done that. Lawrence Taylor did that. I hate to bring up Lawrence Taylor again, but that's what I see. But if, he, if you're going to keep But Lawrence using, Taylor did it twice and Donald did if, it once. If you are going to keep speaking about Parsons in that way, he has to do these things. If you're going to call him a, not just a generational talent, once a once-in-a-lifetime once talent, he, he has to do a... He has to do once-in-a-lifetime thing. Because thus far, he hasn't done a a once-in-a-lifetime thing. He's on the third best trajectory of anybody we've ever seen. So like Shady said, he is doing what Aaron Donald has done. But if if we're going to speak of Parsons in that way, then he's going to have to do what you're saying he is capable of doing, which is... Something once in a lifetime. And you talk about Aaron Donald closed that game out. I'm not sure if he closed the game at all. But Matthew Stafford went down there to score. You see what I'm saying? Him and Cooper Cup, they they worked that drive. They scored. And then it came down the defense. And then my boy AD said, give me that ring. And I can see Parsons dominating the game like that because he's that good. But he he needs his quarterback to put points up and to protect that football. Yeah, That's the one thing the that Micah can't erase is turnovers right. by true. the offense. You can still go points. I've been thinking about this the last couple of days. I think I was wrong when I said he's a generational player. I think that's too light. 
I agree. He's a once in a lifetime. Parsons is like here's the he, problem. Here's the yeah, problem. Yeah, he's, he's a different level. I just think at some point, like Parsons needs to give us that twenty sack year this year. Okay. Because where I'm at with you, Schultz, is like Parsons. We're speaking of Parsons, kind of like we spoke of Russ before last season. I say that to say we're projecting. Joy called me out on it one time. Like, oh, you make a really good point. We all said Russ was a Hall of Famer because we assumed. That he, he was going to keep, keep doing what he's right, doing. Right. But to say that Parsons is a once-in-a-lifetime talent based oh. on two 13.5 sack years, I can't say that only because we Ru- saw Bond do it. But Russ ain't never been this good like Parsons No, 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 no. I'm saying the point of projecting. Like, we, we're making a Oh, well, yeah, of course. I mean, but he's, he's projecting, it. though. Oh, wait. It's rookie. Hold up. Hold on a second. We both was rookies. Yes, sir. We know how hard that is. No doubt. He was all pro as a rookie, as yes, a sir. baby. Hey, hold up. He sat at Penn State. He even played his last Agreed. year. Okay? So you come in the league and just get all pro. Boom, hard to do. You know what? Maybe, do it again. You know, maybe I was lucky. That was lucky. do it again. He's from Harrisburg. We get lucky sometimes. <laughs> he do it again in the same, in the same fashion. So we can't say it's a projection. This is what he does. But I'm saying we have seen rookies be all pro before. All I'm saying is this. If you say Ooh. once in a lifetime, if you well, say Lauren Michael Taylor Jordan, is one of them, bro. if you say Michael Jordan, he's on like, that, he's on yeah, that projector. He's on that, he's, he's on that path. All bro. of this, of course, is, is projecting. Because if, if his career ended today, he wouldn't be. So, right. of course, we're right. projecting that he's he is going on to that trajectory. And, and he could take a big step up that, this year. Yes. And, like, and we're forgetting how young he is. That to me is like once Parsons does that 20 sack season, like JJ Watt did, like Alton Smith did, yeah. like Vaughn flirted with, like TJ Watt did, like, you know what I mean? That's when I'm like, hey, you know what? But it's just, it's, it's just interesting. Again, I'm a defensive player, so I'm probably a little bit more particular. You should love what when, he's doing. If I, you love I absolutely love Come it. On. But to, say, to, hear, to hear MJ, that's when I'm like, okay. And what's what's TJ Watt? Is TJ Watt, you know what I mean? Like, what's Miles Garrett? What are play, what's Nick Bosa? What are players who have won defensive player of the year? Like, because we're not talking about them like that. And they've won defensive player of I the think, year. I, mean, I think but, Bosa, Bosa and Watt are in that conversation. Garrett's close. We ain't got four Michael Jordans, coach. No, but <laughs> we ain't got four of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't got four of them. So, again, if once, I won't even say if. When? JJ because I believe nice. it will JJ, happen. JJ, JJ, when Parsons gives you 20 sacks. Like, we're talking about Aaron Donald. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Donald gave you 20 at D-tackle. Well, no, listen, that's why I say he's, AD's the best defense player of all time. He's doing that as a, as a three-tech, right? But but if you even take him away, let's think about Parsons. Like, the, 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 the route that he's on, the path he's on, like, yes. bro, that's... Yes. yes. But, yes. but the original question was, was also, is he putting too much pressure on himself? Yep. And the answer for me is no, because... This is how special he is. This is what he does. Yeah. And this is yeah. what he does. What he yeah. does. He's yeah. not surprised. He, he probably would say he should have gotten three, four yep. more sacks last <laughs> Andy, Andy from Harrisburg, you know how we get there. I thought it was Alec Cooper, though. Get there. No, there, there, there. Not Alec Cooper. Uh, Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Yeah. Yeah. Philly, Philly. Harrisburg. <laughs> Ricky Waters is from there, too. We got players, though. Don't get crazy. Underrated running Don't get crazy over here.